Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. Stay out of trouble during the quarantine. Stay out of trouble in general. Drink at your house. Don't drive. If you find yourself needing legal representation, do the smart thing. Call Marcos Garza and his team, East Tennessee's premier DUI defense, criminal defense, and personal injury lawyer, GarzaLaw.com. They'll answer calls 24-7, 366 at 865-540-8300. All right, on today's edition, we try to keep it a little bit more lighthearted, not so much uh, corona talk. We talk about a couple of our favorite things. We power rank some revolutions. Nah, football season, I guess, some stuff. I don't know. We get it to it. Let's get to the episode right now. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. (laughs) But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. <laughs> Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on the point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch. I'm Seth Hughes, joined by John Reed. (laughs) April Fool's idiots, I'm John Reed. Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. What's up, man? Not much, John. Just happy to be alive. Happy to be here. Did I get you? You With got me. Fool's joke? You got me. Were you like, wait a second, I'm Seth Hughes. Yeah. I'm Seth Hughes. I was felt like I was, you know, like in the twilight zone or something. I was like, what is going on? Maybe I should have let you bring it in and say that you're John Reed. Maybe that would have been better. I just don't think that can ever happen. That's just not, it's a you thing. True. I am the talent. Uh, how, how are you holding up down there? Man, from home? I don't... Big WFH, work from home? Man, I don't know. It just seems like... There is no... Like, I... you. This shows you, like, how man-made weekends are, right? Because, like, the weekend is, like, pointless now. Like, there is no weekend. The weekend is the same day as the other five days of the week. Like, my days have no rhythm... I I can like I don't like I will forget what day it is. It like every day feels like a different day than it is. The days run together. A one hour span talks a, a one hour span feels like a ten hour span, and like I am just this sucks. Yeah, I don't want to bitch and moan about the Rona and quarantine. People, I think it's starting to take a toll on people's psyches. Yeah, it is. It is on mine for sure. It's tearing the Discord apart. We're losing members left and right of people just tapping out, breaking oaths. People who had once said they would never log off have logged off. Which I don't even blame them. I don't even blame them. It's taking a toll on people's psyches, and it's easy to obsess about it, and it's easy to uh, be pessimistic about it. It's it's taking a toll on people. Yeah, I mean, like, I've personally, I've had to stop watching the news. I've just pretty much just more or less stopped watching the news. I was keeping it on CNN during the day last week when I was working from home, and this week, like, I've just kept it on, like, a channel that's, like, playing a movie at the time. Like, I've stopped watching the news. I've had to, I mean, I got off page, I got off the Discord for a couple of days just so I wouldn't look at just, I just needed like a break from coronavirus content. And because it take like about 10 days ago, I mean, I felt like I was going crazy because it was all I had read about for, for a month now and just or over a month now that's since the end of January. It's just, man, it's, it wears on you for sure. And then you just can't go anywhere, you know? I mean, like I just miss getting in my car and driving to work. 
And then when it's rainy, you can't run outside. And like running outside has been the one thing that's like kept me sane. Because I could just go outside and be, I could run around for 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Being outside, I went for a walk last night to get some fresh air. Then I realized my street doesn't have any lights and it was a little spooky. So I didn't stay out there very long. But being outside is nice. The rain makes the days worse. I thought what you said about the weekends is pretty true because every day feels like a weekend these yeah, days. Yeah, like last weekend, I didn't go anywhere. I mean, besides my parents' house on Saturday night. um, Like that was it, you know? Like I, I didn't get up and go to church on Sunday morning. There were no sports on on Saturday, which like to me is like the two hallmarks of a weekend. Like having sports on a Saturday and going to church on Sunday morning, and when you don't do either of that, and then you're not going to work during the week, it's like every day is just one long continuation of the day before it. So. It's starting to weigh on people. I just want to tell everyone, we're here with you. We're all in this together. We'll try not to have a depressing podcast today. We'll try to focus on other things. It's just obviously a little tough to talk sports and to, you know, try to forecast things that we're not sure if they're going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's been tough. Like, as, you know, thank God I've been able to, you know, kind of keep somewhat of a routine in terms of having to go to work, mm-hmm. driving to the radio station and doing some jobs, but like, or, or doing my routine, but, you know, doing three hours of talking while trying not to focus on what's actually happening is, is just really tough because it's update after update. You know, Wimbledon was canceled today. Yeah. Every day there's something new getting canceled. Except Corona, it's not getting canceled. It's apparently getting stronger. I don't know. Let's talk about something that makes you happy. Talk about, Give me something that makes me happy. Today's podcast will be things that make us happy. Seth, what makes you happy? Um, A good, solid play-action pass. That makes me happy. There is nothing like a good play-action pass. There's nothing more erotic than a play-action pass that results in a first down on a seam that when the, when the quarterback threads the needle down the seam to the tight end. That is erotic. Are you taking that or third and thirteen draw running back picks up the first. Oh, down. that's sexy too. I think that one like that one is such a slap in the face to me when people when like. Everyone knows the draw is coming, and it works, and you're just like, man, you ought to feel like an idiot. That's, that one's really good, too. Um, a beautiful pick and roll is really hard hold to on, be- Hold on, we have to answer okay. the question. You taking the, the play-action 20-yard seam route to the tight end, or you taking the draw on third and 13? The play-action passes. It, that, that, that gets it going for me. That makes it hum more. You would love the Tennessee Titans, by the way. I, listen, I watched like all the Tennessee Titans games last year. All they were doing was run it and play action, nice shot down the field or across the middle. It was perfection. How about uh, Jadavion Clowney? Or is the Titans going to get him? We're, uh, we're we're monitoring the situation. The press conference today, Vrabel and and John Robinson acted as if uh, that's you know something on the radar. Vrabel spoke highly of him, and people have been worried about his motor. And Vrabel said when I coached him in Houston, he he did everything I asked of him. Apparently, there's some stuff with the uh, apparently there's some stuff with the physical, and whether or not he can pass a physical, I don't I don't know. I haven't seen. Do what? Why wouldn't he be able to know, pass I physical? I, I saw there there might be a slight injury concern. I I don't know what's going on. I, I just that was one of the questions, and he said it was out of his department. What about Everson Griffin? What about him? He would be an okay. He would be an okay consolation. To Clowney. Okay. Why did the why did the Vikings let him go? They let their whole defense go, man. Oh, okay. I mean, pretty much. Maybe it's just maybe it's just like I think the thing with Clowney's physical might just be like team doctors are having a hard time getting physicals done right now, and Clowney does have a little bit of an injury history. Okay. So maybe that's a part of it. Interesting. Yeah, it's just like everything's kind of just come to a crawl. I mean, you can't do anything, right? Like, there's not going to be an NFL draft. I mean. No, no, no. That's still going on as scheduled. I mean, yeah, but there's no way they're going to have it, right? 
No, they're going to have it. Goodell already came down and said we're having it. I don't the, – the NFL draft, like, there's no reason not to have it. Especially if you're, you know, Roger Goodell and the boys came out and said the season's going to be played. We're, we're preparing as if the season is going to go off without any hitch. Like, you got to get these rookies in there. You got to get them on the team. Yeah. I guess they're just not going to have people there. Yeah, it's all going to be like teleconference, I think. Okay. I mean, I keep thinking that, like, eventually we're going to get, like, some serological testing to where we're going to have, like, truly wide-scale testing to where someone, like, the super spreaders, they're going to get caught having it, and they're going to be, they're going to have to stay at home so everyone else can go out. I don't know how soon that is. I don't know if it'll happen by, like, I mean, it's not going to happen quick enough for the NFL draft, but, you know, by June, I'm thinking, I'm hopeful we could have something like that. I mean where the asymptomatic people have to stay in and all the other people, the normal people, the non-mutants like us can go on about our day and go do whatever we want. The (laughs) non-mutants. Yeah. Mark Cuban was saying, you know, that that's when the NBA will get back whenever tests are readily available and they're not taking resources away from, you know, hospitals and people who need stuff like, he said 30, 60, 90 days, whenever that is, that, that's when they'll return is whenever they're not inconveniencing everyone else by taking all the tests or, or you know, not being able to uh, ensure that people are still healthy and all that. Yeah, some more good news was that Major League Baseball decided to pay minor league players a whopping total of $400 a week. I mean... And give them benefits. $400 a week! They were desperate for money. They hadn't got a check since September, so I'm sure that $400 is at least helping a little bit. It helps a little bit. Like, I'm sure that those guys are thankful for it. That's that's not my issue. I'm sure those guys are very thankful for it. They're grinders, you know. But it's like, man, can y'all not just be, like, why does everyone in this thing have to be such an asshole? That's what drives me crazy about it. Like, the 76ers owner and the employees at the stadium— at the arena like why can't major league baseball just come out in front of it and say hey you know what we're gonna give them a little more than poverty money we're gonna get them above the poverty line like why can't some guy just have a little bit of noblesse oblige and just help someone out like four hundred dollars a week yeah it's great for those dudes but still come on like give them a little bit more than that you got the money Shout out to Queen Dolly for uh, donating a million dollars to Vanderbilt today. Shout out to Queen. She, you know, she is an angel of a human being. She really is. I, I've maintained on my on my show, Talk Sports, every day from noon to three, that Dolly uh, is right there in the top five in terms of celebrity Q rating. Like her approval rating has to be top five in the United States. The only time she's ever gotten judged was when that one writer went to the Dixie Stampede and oh, was mad yeah. that it was like a Civil War thing and they were using the word Dixie. So you know what Dolly did? She started calling it the Stampede. Yeah. She acted. And nobody's, I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about Dolly Parton. She is just a good, honest woman and she's never forgotten where she's came from. Which is I another- will say some of the pictures I saw of her before the surgery I'm a little upset she went with the huge, huge breasts. It seemed as if she didn't need to do that, but branding, I mean, it helped her career, obviously. Plastic surgery people, people that don't like that might have something bad to say about her, but either way. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm out she on... She doesn't have to do it, Dolly. You didn't have to do that. I'm, but, I'm out know. on breast augmentation, but right, she's such a good right. person that... It outweighs it. It, it outweighs, outweighs it, it yeah. I mean, it, those it, things are heavy. Yes, that's, what I was about to say. that's impressive, but it outweighs it. That's how good a person she is. She's got a heart of gold. Not like that bitch Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, man, she sucks. Cancel Ellen. Cancel her. Like, all that stuff about, like, animals and crap, like, making the whole, making, like, everyone that works there eat, like, vegan meals or whatever, and then, like, if she sees, like, a picture of an animal, like, she'll just, like, Go cr- a video of an animal should just go crazy about it, like, and she sucks bad. I didn't realize she was such an asshole. Not surprising. All right, let's get back to things that make us happy. Uh, what about all right? So so far we have the play action pass still in the lead 
you're going with uh, beautifully set up pick and roll next? Yeah, that that really is something to see. That really is a beautiful pick and roll. Um, what else? I, I think I prefer the pick and pop, honestly. The pick and pop, yeah. I prefer the pick and pop to the pick and roll. You know, one thing that really made me happy was watching Lamonte Turner play basketball, but then his shoulder decided to get nerve damage. This isn't PCO. But back when the, back when Lamonte Turner was healthy, there was nothing more I liked than watching him shoot threes. That's kind of sad, to be honest. That I mean, it, there is that stuff I like to that, that part of of your list of your fantasies of of sports. Things well, that I was just happy. thinking about it. I was just thinking about it. Um, you got to Lamonte Turner shooting thirty five percent from three a little too quickly. You know, I love when it's the beginning of the month and that Patreon money drops into PayPal from you. Shout out to our patrons. We do love our patrons. That that makes we do me happy. Appreciate them. I get happy when I think about this tailgate that we're going to have. Imagine how good it's going to ha- be to have that tailgate before the Florida game when we're finally, everyone's going to get to hang out with people again. That I have been thinking about that. That has been giving me some energy. That has been bringing me to life. The moment that the life gets back to normal and you can go see your brothers and sisters that, and fellowship with them, that is going to be special. That tailgate is going to be euphoric. I, mean, I will say that I hope the owner of Domino's, the local Domino's that never called me back about the pizzas, I hope he knows he is not going to be off the hook for those 20 pizzas. I'm getting those 20 pizzas. <laughs> just if he's listening, I want him to know, just because you never returned my voicemail does not mean that you're off the hook, my friend. I'm keeping that certificate. The, there's no pandemic clause. I will see you in court. That's right. I can't wait to see everyone, to hug everyone. I was talking about that. Like, I feel like the moment we actually get back to playing football, like imagine how it's going to feel when, it, when when they got the Jets flying over the stadium and we're getting ready to kick off football and life's going to feel like it's normal. I know. It's it's going to be – I mean, like, I, you know, I was thinking a couple minutes ago when we were talking about um, Mark Cuban, like that first night that there's an NBA game, I'm probably going to be glued to the television just because it's going to be like an actual sporting event on TV. It could be two people I don't even care about. Mm, that first pick and pop. I will say Rick Buecher's take about LeBron not wanting to have the playoffs this year. Rick Buecher, what is that guy's deal? That made zero sense. That doesn't make a lick of sense. If if LeBron, he's saying LeBron doesn't want the season to recommence because he knows that they're going to get beat by the Clippers because they're old, basically. That was essentially what he said, yeah. Well, I have something to tell Rick, is that age never stops. LeBron's going to keep on getting older, and this is his best shot. Because next year, he's going to be a year older. Like, what the hell is Rick Buecher thinking? He's just uh, a two-bit troll. Uh, that's dumb as hell. Who does he even work for now? That's that's the point. No one knows. I've, he, he goes on Fox Sports' shows, like... I'm pretty sure he said that on, like, Colin Cowherd and Jason Whitlock's show, if that tells you anything. Colin Cowherd and Jason Whitlock do a show together? Called Speak for Yourself. It's their, it's uh, FS1's version of Pardon My Take. Oh. Not Pardon My Take, uh, of Pardon the Interruption. Man, what is ESPN even showing now? Like, what are, they, what are they even showing at night? Well, they did the WrestleMania on Sunday. I don't know what they've been playing at night, because I don't watch it. Uh, they've been doing SportsCenter a lot, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they've been showing. This is probably the longest time in my life that I've gone without putting it on an ESPN channel. Did you watch HBO last night? Did you watch The Scheme? I haven't. Did you? Yeah, I did. It was uh, the thing built based around, you know, Christian Dawkins, Will Wade, and and Sean Miller. So, I saw, like, one write-up said that there wasn't really anything that was, like, super incriminating or new. Like, it wasn't going to change anything. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in that too. It just basically it puts the audio in like of Will Wade talking shit about Javante Smart calling him a two or three year player. Like, like I, I've dealt with less drama over the one and done guys. He was like, "That's this guy's hilarious." Giving me a big hassle. He's a two or three year player. I don't even know if he's worth it. Like, what is like what does Javante Smart think when he hears that? Uh, I guess he probably needs to think like Will Wade was right. Yeah, he's like uh, Will Wade was right, but the check still spins. So yep. cool. Yeah. And, like, hey, I beat Tennessee all the time, so. Yeah. 
We, that, we can't say shit to Javante Smart. But, yeah, there was nothing really extra incriminating. It's just that Will Wade can no longer deny he said it. That was his move at the spring meetings last year. It was like, hey, I haven't heard the tape. Nobody's heard the tape. Well, now we all have. That's the only thing that really happened. I figured there wasn't anything. Nothing's ever going to happen to Will Wade. Pick and roll versus pick and pop. I am taking the pick and pop, although uh, the roll is nice. The roll is nice, but I'm, I'm a pop guy myself. Um, I don't feel like we gave enough respect to a good screen pass. Yeah, the screen pass is pretty pretty sexy. Like a that, perfectly timed screen pass is pretty pretty tough. That screen pass to Montario Hardesty in the Georgia Dome against Virginia Tech, Kiffin's Peach Bowl, right before halftime when he went like 70 yards for a touchdown when we were down like two touchdowns to cut it to a one-score game. Sure. That's, that was, where I, that's where my mind goes when I think of good screen passes. Alvin. To the beatdown beat versus. Yeah, Alvin Kamara at Texas A&M when he took it like, he ran like 150 yards only to fumble at the end zone. He fumbled right before he scored, right? There were a couple on our, we had I think he had a couple big plays on the on our last touchdown drive, I think. But yeah, no, there was the one where he he fumbled on the opposite end zone where I was sitting with. Yeah. 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 That was a good screen pass though. That was cool. Yeah, a good screen pass is like, good. I was thinking like Derrick Henry. Against the Cleveland Browns last year, or Derrick Henry right before the half versus the Patriots in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. They had a perfect time screen pass, and he took it down to the, the one-yard line. That where, one was pretty cool. Where is Jameis Winston going to go? Buddy, I don't know. It doesn't seem like anybody wants him. Isn't that crazy? No, he threw 30 interceptions. I know, but it's just, but like, I know. No, I, he threw 30 interceptions. Who the hell wants him? I wouldn't want him either, but like, nobody will take a chance on him. I mean, they say that only two teams even wanted Tom Brady. Or three, I guess, if you count the Patriots, although I don't even know if the Patriots wanted him. Well, who wanted the, Tom Brady. Who are the Patriots going to get? They might just play Brian Hoyer. Really? I mean, they waited on Cam to get released, but Cam, the odds say he's going to, to Los Angeles. Because, I mean... Because Tyrod Taylor, I mean, yeah, like, what are they going to do with Tyrod Taylor? I mean, he's not any good, but I mean, I don't know. Like Andy Dalton, maybe they trade for somebody. Like I saw someone saying they could trade for somebody like Matt Stafford, but they don't have any money. They seem like they might be kind of fucked. It seems like the Patriots might just be kind of headed for a a bad year. Why wouldn't they just keep Brady one more year? Because Brady didn't want to stay for the money they were giving him. Like with the money they were going to give him, plus the lack of skill players he was going to have. Like, the stuff that came out about that was basically like Brady and Belichick hate each other. Like, basically, the relationship was never the same after Deflategate. When Belichick basically, and Robert Kraft, really just got out of the way and made Brady take the bullets there. There was a press conference where they were asking Belichick, and he was just like, I don't know, man, I'm clean on this one. you got to ask Tom. <laughs> Yeah, and like basically, it never recovered after that. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame Tom for being like, "What? In, what the hell, dude? Like, you're just gonna throw me out here?" And the next offseason, you know, basically making them trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, or not even the next offseason; it was during the season, uh, making them trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Like Belichick wanted to keep Garoppolo, right? Mm-hmm. And and Kraft wanted to get rid of him. Like Brady, well, Kraft didn't care. Kraft wanted Brady to be happy, and he Bra- and Brady, Brady basically saw what was happening there. So Brady was like, "You got to get rid of him." Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's hard to, since that happened, the Patriots have won, how many Super Bowls since that happened? One or two? I think two. I yeah, thought two. two at least. Yeah, I think two. two. So it's hard to say that, like, Kraft and Brady were wrong, but it's also hard to say that, like, Belichick was wrong because the Patriots would be set up a lot better if they had kept Garoppolo. I mean, I don't know because they would have been hard to pay both quarterbacks, but... I would say they would have been able to, like, if they were able to trade Brady at the time, they probably would have gotten more of a return for him than Garoppolo. Yeah. It's going to be weird as hell seeing Tom Brady with somebody else. It is. It it's, is going to be weird as hell. It's also crazy that he got $30 million a year. 25. 25. 25. Okay. 
plus a chance to make some incentives, but I think the incentives only take him to 29. But it's non-taxed in Florida, so if he can survive the Rona down there, then he'll be fine. Yeah. he's got Great s- submission by Branson. Jalen Hurd to take the lead against South Carolina. Great screen pass. Although I will say that screen pass probably should have failed. Jalen Hurd had to make that awesome spin move out of that tackle. One of the best plays I've ever seen. That doesn't really register with people. You know, they hit him in the leg and he just kind of spun out of it on fourth down. Yeah. That was a good screen pass, though. Man, I love a good screen pass. You remember that? We get to see some screen passes. You remember that one year? It was when Marlon Lane like had a first down and fourth down against South Carolina, and he just stopped running and fell down, and then they carried him off the field like he had died. I, we're doing things we like. I did, I did not like that one. I did like that one. That was hysterical. Like he just fell down in the middle of the field right before he had a first down, like his leg broke or something. I, I remember he tried to like do a hesitation move. And like he just died. Yeah, he tried to do a hesitation move rather than just keep running for the first down. Yeah, good old Marlon Lane. Apparently, uh, Lamar Jackson currently working out with Antonio Brown. Interesting. That'd be kind of cool if the Ravens brought in Antonio Brown. Isn't it amazing Antonio Brown is still alive? Oh, I thought you were going to say un- unemployed. Uh, Still alive? I don't know, man. I hope he gets his. I hope he gets his act together. I won't yeah. say it's amazing. I'll, I'll say it's amazing. We haven't heard of him getting in trouble the last four or five months. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, he seemed pretty unwell there for a while. That was one of the storylines of season three of Ozark. I thought of Antonio Brown when I was watching that, and I thought of Antonio Brown, or I thought of Ozark when you just brought up Antonio Brown. Have you watched Tiger King yet? No. No, I haven't. Have you? I've watched the first episode. What do you think? It's something, man. It's something. It's You like it? Uh, it's entertaining, yeah. I mean, it's fascinating to me. It's sad on several levels to me. Um, It's, man, it's wild, though, like... It's Are just, you going to finish it? Yeah, I'm going to. I just haven't had a chance to watch more episodes yet. It's just crazy to me that these that like you can just go adopt big cats. Like you can just go get a big cat. Like I can have a jaguar or a panther in my backyard. In any state? I don't know. At least in Oklahoma and South Carolina. I mean, isn't that insane? Like, why is that legal? It seems like it shouldn't be. It's sad, though, on several levels to me. I mean, the people involved are just sad. Like, it's just, it's not society's finest, you know? And then just, like, what they've done to these cats, like, the Tiger King was just taking them around in the back of a semi all over the Midwest and, like, having these, like, walk-in zoos at, at shopping malls. Tigers seem to have a rough life when when they are uh, used and as kept captive. I guess these these guys. I think a poor Mike the Tiger down there at LSU. He looks miserable. Yeah, he does. Mike's a beautiful. Mike is a beautiful creature. Like big cats on my list of majestic creatures. I go bears, sea turtles. Is this, is this bears are number one? Bears are number one. Sea turtles are number two. And then big cats. Okay. Like, seeing a big cat sad, it is sad. And the Tiger King was just driving around in the back of a semi, like 10 dudes with some cats, just the back of an 18-wheeler, all over the Midwest, and then just going to, like, the shopping mall in these towns and letting people pet on these cats. I mean, they went from the damn Serengeti to the back of a semi with a gay guy in Oklahoma. I don't know what a sexual orientation has to do with anything. That's heartbreaking. That's just, that is a, that is a stunning and sad turn of events. You got to roam the Serengeti with all of God's kingdom out there. 
You ruled the Serengeti. You got to go eat whatever you wanted to. And next thing you know, you're in the back of a semi in Kansas. Do tigers or lions rule the Serengeti? I don't know. Are tigers and lions in the same place? That might be a dumb question. I think so, yeah. How hip to you are how how hip are you to the uh the big cat animal ecosystem? Well, I'm not that hip to it, but I believe that they can live. Because I don't Yet, feel like tigers and lions run in the same places, but I don't know. I guess know. they don't. I'm thinking of cheetahs, I guess. Because in Lion King, there were no tigers. I don't know if yeah. you remember that movie. Bob, no Bob is right. Tigers live in India. Like, it just kind of the same as, like, in Jungle Book, there were tigers there, no lions. I've just never seen them in the same places together. Yeah. I have seen a jaguar carry a crocodile out of the water, though. That was kind of cool. The, the other the other big cats don't get enough love, I feel like, because lions and tigers dominate the conversation. Uh, I like jaguars. They have a whole car and a football team named after them. Jaguars are badass. I mean, Puma has a shoe brand named after them. Okay. Panthers are cool, too. Do the, does the Puma actually have it pretty good? That Having a shoe named after you, is that cool? Especially I mean, if they're Pumas? I feel like Puma was a big deal back in the day. Right? It probably still is in like England and such. I don't know. When I think of Puma, I just think of a, a little Wayne lyric where he says he stays on track like a box of Pumas. That's all I ever think of when I hear it. I guess like Marvin Bagley rocks some Pumas, I'm pretty sure. They're like getting into the NBA game. I think Jay-Z's helping them. Interesting. So, like, Pumas are okay, I guess. So, Pumas are about to be back in style. No. No, this was, like, two years ago, a year ago, and, like, it hasn't really, they haven't really, uh, it hasn't really manifested. Well, Pumas' revenue for 2018 was $4.64 Nike's was $36.39 <laughs> But Puma is a, you know, I mean, I'm sure they... They they handle the European market quite nicely, so good for them. What does a puma animal look like? Just a big cat? Yeah. Yeah. How big are we talking? Eh. It's a cougar. Yeah, not very big. So a puma is a cougar? Mm-hmm. Is puma... Where does the word puma come from? Is that the scientific name, or... Um, like a, Puma is the common name used in Latin America and most parts of it, Europe. Yeah, I was going to say it's like a Spanish translation. Like, what are we talking about here? It was introduced from Spanish, and prior from that, the Peruvian, some, some kind of Peruvian language. It means powerful. In America, it's called a mountain lion. Oh. Okay. Just o- mountain other mountain. words include catamount. You can call it a catamount. Shout out to Vermont and Taylor Coppenrath. So a catamount is a medium-sized or large wild cat, especially a cougar. Do you remember when Taylor Coppenrath beat Syracuse the year after they uh, won the national championship? I remember when they beat them, yeah. 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 Bracket was busted day one. (laughs) Bracket was busted day one. Man, going through Jim Boeheim's tournament record. Goddamn Jim Boeheim. Going through his tournament record, that is a sad state of affairs. You talk about something that can make you sad, going through Jim Boeheim's tournament record on Wikipedia. He at least had that one year where he made the championship, or at least the Final Four game. Recently, I think he's, where they like came yeah. as a play-in, a play-in team. I think he's Before made then, it was Final pretty fours. bad. Yeah. He'll always have Carmelo, though. Yep, he will. And Hakeem Warwick. Yep. Jerry McNamara. Yep, McNamara even had that cool Big East tournament that one time. Oh, he's made five Final Fours. Yeah, he, I feel like he's made two the last, like, eight years or so. Yeah, 13 and 16. Yeah, he was tired of all the shit talking, so like he, he kind of bounced back. That's funny. Jim Baham is one of my most hated coaches. This was supposed to be an episode where we talk about things that make us happy. Big cats, though, make you happy, I guess. They do. They do. I'm still missing my little cat, so this makes me sad. Let's move on. Okay. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. Um, if you want access to the Discord. We need new bodies. We need new warm bodies in the Discord. We're dropping like flies. We're dropping like flies, but we're still all brothers and sisters, and we still love you all. 
no shame, no hurt. Me and Seth just swap sad text messages all the time about it. But either way, all right, let's get to some questions. AJ wants to know what's your favorite fruit. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got to give, give a couple shout outs. Hold on. Hold on. That's on me. My bad. Uh, we had two of our two of our lady uh, patrons up their pledge. Shout out to Sydney. She went from $5 to $15. Shout out to Sydney. Already getting that lawyer money. We love you and we appreciate you. Sister Sid, we appreciate you. And Amber went from $2 to $10. Shout out to Amber. We love you and appreciate you. We love the ladies of the cord. All right, let's get to some patron questions. AJ says, what is your favorite fruit and vegetable to eat? Um, and then he tries to take a shot at the women of the court. No, we love the women of the court. A fruit, probably like a, a little clementine. I love eating clementines. Um, Those little oranges? Yeah. I could eat them all day. I could eat them all damn day. After that, probably strawberries. I love strawberries. Uh, veg- you love strawberries? Mm-hmm. Okay. Vegetable? Not a huge strawberry guy, although I did get some for Valentine's Day. I bought some chocolate-flavored ones. They were okay. Some chocolate-covered ones. They were okay. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to No, it's okay. No, no, no. Uh, go ahead. My bad. That's on me. Vegetable, I'm going to go with... Um, this this take might get me laughed at because it seems kind of lame, but vegetables, I'm going to go carrots. That's the one I eat the most common. Like when I go to restaurants. Yeah. Say I go somewhere that I get wings. I always like, hey, can I get some carrots? And can I get them out early, please, with a side of ranch? I, I do fuck with carrots heavy. I I'm like. Bug, I'm like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> uh, what's up, Seth? That's how much I love carrots. I like but any I don't kind eat them of carrots. At home, really. I don't eat them at home, really. What were you about to say? I'll eat any. I'll eat carrots however they are. Cooked, not cooked. Restaurant, not a restaurant. Ooh, cold, yeah. hot. I forgot about the baby sweet carrots. Put a little honey in there when you boil them. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. Carrots are good. That's a good pick. No one's going to roast you for that. Carrots are good, bro. I just feel like it's kind of it's it's kind of bland, you know? But uh, not as bland as going with potatoes. What's up, Doc? Do, do potatoes count? Yeah, they're vegetables. I mean, I know, but I don't think people actually count them as vegetables, right? Or do they? I don't know. I thought they get a. I always just heard them described as starches. Yeah, I guess people don't really. That's a good point. They're not really counted as vegetables, right? Like they're not really healthy. So, like, I feel like people when they say vegetables are meaning like healthy stuff. I don't think potatoes are healthy. At least I, I, I don't know. Anyways, my favorite, uh, my favorite fruit would be grapes. I believe. Yeah, I love grapes, grapes are, too. Gra- grapes are a fruit, right? Yeah. I love grapes. Grapes are my favorite fruit. My favorite vegetable, I think I'm going to go with zucchini. Okay. I do love Pretty, zucchini, too. We put some zucchini on the grill. Uh, I do yep. love me some zucchini. I think that's my favorite. Do you like purple or green grapes? Um, I've always been a team green guy, but the purple's growing on me a little bit. I'm Team Green, too. All right, Jonah wants to know the best and worst April Fool's jokes. Today is April Fool's, by the way. It is. As you saw at the beginning of the episode when I got you all. I am of the opinion that all April Fool's jokes are bad. I I think they're all lame. They don't fool anyone, and it just seems very cheesy. Okay. I'll say that I sometimes laugh at the uh, ones where the, uh, the woman will... Get a positive pregnancy test and have like a pregnant friend pee on it and then trick their boyfriend. But that one could go bad in a hurry if like the guy doesn't want kids or really wants kids. And either way, he's going to be either sad or mad. So I feel like that one could go bad pretty quickly. It can get very dark quickly if he doesn't want kids, depending on how badly he doesn't want kids. Yeah. Or if he like wants kids and he gets really excited and you tell him April Fools, that would also be tough. Yeah. Uh, the worst April Fool's joke is the one my mother did to me when I was nine when she told me she had cancer and was dying. That's that's too far. As we were watching The Price is Right at home one day. That's that's awful. Oh, it was miserable. I'm still scarred by it. I still remember it. What she the claims, hell? She tries to claim that she never did that, but I remember vividly. Actually, what it in wasn't the, hell? the Price is Right. I had watched The Price is Right earlier that day. We were at home on the couch watching The Guiding Light because it was 3 o'clock. The Guiding Light was on. 
and she told me that, and I got so sad, and then she tried to tell me April Fool's, but it was too late. It was too late. You can't put that toothpaste back in the tube. The cat is out of the bag. What in the world? Why would she do that? That's awful. I, it was really shitty. It was really shitty. I think it embarrasses her. She's probably going to be mad at me that I told everybody that story. Mm, that's rough. I'm going to ask her about it at the tailgate. She's going to deny it. It's from it's from a dark part of her history, I guess, because you realize yeah, it was like 1998. Rules were different then, I guess. Just a little <laughs> cancer joke with the friends. I don't know, but I remember vividly crying and, and then her trying to talk me out of it by saying April Fool's. That's the worst April Fool's joke ever. That's rough. The tie would be like whatever Anthony Davis did a couple of years ago when he had like pretend like he shaved his unibrow. That one was also stupid. <laughs> Bob asked, how concerned are we that our football players are just going to show back up to campus post-Rona fat as hell? Uh, Not very. Keep in, mind, keep in mind we also don't have a strength and conditioning coach right now. I'm going to say not very because everyone's going to be fat because nobody's able to do workouts. I'm worried about our coaching staff more than I am our players. Yeah. I cannot imagine that a shelter-in-place order is good for T. Martin's aorta or his 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 arteries or veins. I bet those I'm things— I'm worried about Pruitt, too. Man, I bet those are working hard right now. Like, what's working harder, nurses or Jeremy Pruitt's cardiovascular system? Nurses. The nurses are out there working very hard. We love our nurses. All of our, all of our healthcare professionals are out there holding it down. We love them all. They're working the hardest. I, I, I'm Jeremy Pruitt's aorta, whatever you talked about as arteries. They're they're working hard. But I will say that his, uh, the nurses, the nurses are working much tougher. The nurses are getting us through this. Nurses, truck drivers, garbage men. Really, people that get shit on all the time. This people is shit on the nurses and truck drivers all the time. They're still out here holding it down. I'm glad to have always respected our nurses, and I've always, you know me, Seth. I've always had a deep affinity for truck drivers. You've always I, wanted to be a truck driver. I was going to be a truck driver if this radio thing didn't work out. Nurses, truck drivers, grocery store workers, garbage uh, men. Breaker Breaker One Nine. This is Big John Reed. I need a smoky check on 75, please. Mile marker 388. I guess that'd be 40. I don't think I don't think 75 goes all the way up. 75 stops at like 180, I think. Uh, let me try this one more time. Breaker, breaker, one nine. Need a smoky check on 75. Mile marker 174. Over. You got to say over when it's done. You're a natural. Got my pup here, Frank, by my side. Send the doggy treats, please. That's what I was going to do. I love the truck drivers. I, I appreciate them holding it down and everyone helping keep the fabric of our country together. That's right. That's right. But I'm not worried about our football players being fat because, like you said, most every school is already going to suffer fat. Yeah. Although most other places might have a strength and conditioning coach, so maybe it should be a little bit higher. This is how I'm looking at it. Our best player, does he even lift weights? Does Trey, does Trey Smith even lift weights? Probably not. Uh, yeah, I think I think they showed some stuff of him in the weight room. I think. Okay, so he does. But he's probably not doing like a full throttle, you know. He's Trey Smith. He doesn't have to. I, I'm worried about J.J. Peterson. Yeah, there's a lot of things about his his game that worry me. So, yeah, definitely, J.J. We do need to back up middle linebacker at some point. This uh, earth to Jeremy Pruitt, if you're going to let Jeremy Banks back on the team, now seems the time to do it, man. Yeah, you could pretty much do anything right now. Yeah, nobody's going to care, Big Germ. Or, 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 hold on. There's so there's a there's such a craving for sports news. This might get dissected by everybody. I don't you know, the man. Window. You missed the window. I don't know, man. Dan Wolken is out here like posting fitness blogs on USA Today. Like, I think he's totally like his 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 attention span is elsewhere. Page clips. He's trying to keep the page clicks up before he gets laid off. Like it can't be good for print journalism right now, especially a sports columnist. No, and isn't that a shame? Our boy Jonathan Toy would whip Dan Walken's ass. He's the real fitness guru. He's the real transformation guy. He used to be the one writing those blog tips. John Jonathan Toy is jacked now. That's what I'm saying. 
He looks good as hell. He's a handsome man. That's what I'm man. saying. He used to be the one writing the, the articles. Not only has he gotten jacked, he's grown his hair out, and it looks good, too. He's a fine young man, and any woman that's single that's listening, you need to holler at Jonathan Toy, a fantastic young man, a fine young Christian man who is jacked and has a six-pack. MBK wants to know, if, would you rather get rid of blankets or pillows forever? You got to choose one. Pillows. I got to have a blanket, man. Yeah, and if you have extra blankets, you can use a blanket as the pillow. Is that cheating or no? No, that's called galaxy brain. Yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty simple for me. Um, and plus, I can sleep face down with no pillow anyways. I definitely need a blanket. I feel like everyone would say that. Is there anybody out there saying they would rather have pillows? I don't know. Surely not. I mean, like as long as I'm still getting, like, if I'm on the couch, I still get the cushion. And I get to sleep in a bed. Like if it was like versus like sleeping on the floor with, you know, sleep on the floor with no pads or you get blankets, like then maybe I would give up my blankets to not have to sleep on the floor. But even then, I don't know. Yeah. If you're telling me everything's the same in my house and in my bed, I just don't get pillows. I'm throwing those pillows off. I agree. Slim asked a question in memory of Zach, RIP. For $1,000 a day, how long could you live in a submarine? Food and water provided, no alcohol, no company. Man, two weeks max. That seems like it's pushing it. So just 14 days with nothing, no TV, nothing. You're just in a submarine by yourself. Do I get a book? Like, I would imagine you get a book. Do we get anything? Like, because if we don't get anything, then. No, I'm going to say no book. You get no book. You're in a submarine. I don't know, man. A week tops. I don't know. Do people that people that are in submarines now get books? I'm sure. I'm sure they have some electronics at work. Yeah. Although yeah, I don't yeah. know if you're getting service down at the bottom of the ocean. I don't know if the submarine has Wi-Fi. They probably don't have 5G either. No. If if we get some form of entertainment, like if I could read a book, if I could get books, if I had books with me, I think I can maybe do two weeks. Maybe. I don't know though, man. Not being able to talk to anyone or see anyone for two weeks, like, and you're five thousand feet below. The surface of the ocean. That's the part that would scare me is knowing I was below the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's terrifying. If it was like put me in prison, like, or just put me in my house where I can't leave. Or like, I can only leave, say, in one room or like one portion of my house. It'd be different. To me, being in the ocean would be the scariest part. I would freak out. I don't like the ocean. It's pretty terrible. That's pretty awful being that far under the ocean. I'm going to say like three days max. Being in a submarine by yourself for a week would be about as bad as being on Discord without Zach. That's not true at all. Oh, wait. He already left. I don't want to be in the ocean. The $1,000 a day would be nice, though. The $1,000 a day would be nice, but $3,000, give it to me. And then, oh, man, that'd be tough. Although now would be the time to do it. Nothing else is going on. Nothing else is going on. That sounds so miserable. What would the lump sum need to be for you to do a month? Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, it depends on how much money I needed, too, for the submarine thing. Like, if you drop me in right now when radio's going slow and... Who knows about the future of the world? Like, although now would be a tough time to go. I was thinking about that. We've been we've been debating on whether or not Big Brother is going to have a season this summer. Did you see that about the German Big Brother, where they didn't tell anybody about the coronavirus and they broke it to them on live television? Right. I mean, I didn't see it, but I saw the story, but I didn't see like the reveal because I could, it was like in German. I couldn't speak German. Yeah. But would you go like in the Big Brother house now? Like, would you go in seclusion, like away from the world, for a month now, like no, not knowing what you would find when you got back? That'd be tough. Like, you could come out and the world would be completely different. No, I wouldn't because, like, my mom has diabetes, so it's a pre-existing condition, so I wouldn't want to, like... Not be here in case something happened? Yeah, exactly. Like, if she didn't have it, then if I wanted to go on Big Brother and was chosen, then yeah. Big Brother would be a little bit different because, obviously, you have interactions and all of those things. But, like, the submarine, like, going going off the grid right now and being completely unplugged from the world would be maybe... relieving for some people but it'd be really terrifying too 
Bryce wants to know over under five and a half years until the next quarantine. I'm going over. Okay. I know people are worried about the precedent this sets. Are you worried about the precedent this sets? Yeah, I, I am. I am. I think that I think one thing that like hasn't really been remarked at all is that America got lucky that this pandemic was bad enough to warrant a quarantine, but the fatality rate is so low. But I don't think, Amer- but on the on the other hand, I don't think America is going to learn anything from this at all. I think that the people, when it's all, all said and done, people are going to bitch about how long they had to be in quarantine and about the economy nonstop. I don't think, I mean, like New York City has still not closed down playgrounds. Kids got to play, bro. You know, they still have some of the subway going. Like New York City is not doing near enough still to this day. New York City is not doing good enough. Uh, America should be thankful that this was not a disease like Ebola that would really wipe out some people. You know, that could really, like, take down a heavy chunk of the population. I think America got lucky that the first quarantine in a century isn't something that is just unique, unique, uniquely fatal. But I do think it sets a pretty, uh, yeah, I do think it sets precedent. I mean, you do you do wonder how long until like the first act of bioterrorism takes place, right? I would think so. I wasn't really listening there. Okay, so they closed the playgrounds earlier this afternoon. So they finally did. Hey, good job, everybody. I saw like with three southern states finally bent the knee. I was like, okay, guys, got to stay home now. Yeah, Florida finally did, thank goodness. Thank God. As Alabama still has it, right, or no? Alabama has been in a general shutdown for weeks now. Okay, maybe it wasn't Alabama then. Maybe it was, I don't know, it was Mississippi, Arkansas. The we, ha- we are not in a shelter in place. Okay. We are the one below that, where only essential, like, no restaurants are open here. The only thing that's open here is golf club, it's golf courses. But you have to walk. So, like, Alabama's been in a general shutdown for two weeks now, I think. Okay. Apologies to Alabama. Yeah, Alabama actually got, like, way out in front of everything and was, like, had one of the first four drive-through testing sites. They had a drive-through testing site at the beginning of March. Um, Alabama's actually done really well with their response to it, in my opinion. Once they realized college football was at stake, they got their act together. Am <laughs> yep, I right? Yep, yep. I think they've done. I think we've done pretty well, though. I mean, I, Mississippi did do a shelter. I think Alabama is doing a shelter in place Friday. I think is when that's been what the rumor has been this week is that the shelter in place is going in place Friday, which basically means, from what I understand, that not much changes except for if you're caught out, the police can stop you and ask you what you're doing. Then you just say, I'm going to the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. So. Taylor asks, which celebrity has to die from coronavirus in order for the entire population to take it seriously? I think this is a, actually a really good question. And I don't know. I wonder, like, if, I don't know if, like, Tom Hanks dying would have would have done it. Um, I don't think there is an answer. I You know, I don't know that. I think any celebrity dying would have people thinking it was a conspiracy. If Tom Hanks would have died, you would have had people saying it was because he was linked to something else. They already kind of did that with the child sex ring or whatever. Yeah. I would have said, like, maybe Kevin Durant. A young, healthy, really famous basketball player. Like, he had the Rona. LeBron James, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, like, because people talk about that the actor Rock Hudson, him dying of, of AIDS was what got, was what pushed the AIDS epidemic into, like, the national, truly national discourse. Like, when Rock Hudson died, people started taking um, the AIDS, people started taking AIDS seriously when, um... Rock Hudson died. So, I don't know. Maybe, I think there is somebody. I don't know who it is, though. Like, I think if there could be, you know, somebody die that would cause people to, like, really. I almost feel like Tom Hanks was too early on in the whole thing 
Tom Hanks is a little bit too old too. Yeah. Like that's the, to me that's the key is like it can't be somebody old or somebody with any pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Tom Hanks seems a little bit too old to fit that. I, I think it'd have to be somebody young that's famous, that's healthy, in the prime of that, their life. That pres- yeah, in the prime of their life, but also like does it. You know, like, I doubt Kevin Durant does many drugs. You know what I mean? Like, sure, he smokes weed, but probably lives a pretty healthy lifestyle as a professional athlete. I, I, I would think an athlete would resonate the most. Yeah. In my opinion. R.I.P. to Joe Diffie, though. Yeah, that's awful, man. Will wants to know, what is your single most unpopular take? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't um, know. I was out there for a while, uh, anti Elvis. <laughs> I mean, I'm still anti Elvis. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get the Elvis love either. You don't get the Elvis what? I don't get the Elvis love either. I mean, he's got a good voice, but he made his fortune off the back of racism and systematic oppression. So I don't really have much to do with him. Plus, he was uh, trying to have sex with a 14 year old girl when he was a grown man. Mm-hmm. Was that Not illegal really, back uh, then? Uh, was it illegal? I, I don't know. He didn't get arrested, I guess. But like the stuff with Priscilla happened when she was like fourteen. So, eh, still, either way, still weird. He was like in the military. He was like eighteen or nineteen at least. Still eh. weird to be attracted to little kids. Eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's your most unpopular take. Um, the towel thing raised a lot of eyebrows too. That I just refuse simply to reuse a towel. Well, the crazy thing to me was that people don't wash their feet. Sure, that's also pretty crazy that they think just the the water hitting it would do enough. But my two most unpopular takes are probably that, yeah, that I, I'm not an Elvis fan. I think he's a creep. I think he, uh, like I said, made his fortune off of systematic oppression. Anti-Elvis. I'm anti-Elvis, but I'm also, I refuse to reuse a towel. I'm strictly one wash only. But I've never listened to an Elvis song and been like, man, let me listen to that one again. You know, like I've never heard an Elvis song, but like the first time I heard Feathered Indians by Tyler Childers, I probably listened to it 500 straight times. I feel like that was, uh, you know, it's a good song. I feel like it's a really dumb metaphor for sex, though. Is it about sex or dry humping? Because like dry humping would make a little sense. I just feel like if you're making love with your woman, you take your pants off. Therefore, your buckle would not be causing those problems on her thigh. Yeah. Just my personal opinion. Just my personal opinion. Great song, though. But that being a metaphor for sex has always kind of thrown me off a little bit, to be honest. You sound disgusted. I can hear it in the silence. No, 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 it's not. No, I was thinking about what his best song is in general. Um. And of course, the answer is Matthew, which everyone knows. But we I don't, don't have, think anyone thinks that. We don't have to go down that. We don't have to go down that road. Um, yeah, I've the never heard an Elvis death. song. You know, the like the first is Dead Man's Curve, by the way. The first time, like I heard "Outfit" by the Drive By Truckers, I listened to it like the entire ride home one time from Knoxville to North Alabama. Sure. Like, but I've never listened to an Elvis song where I've been like, I've got to listen to that song just again, much less like 10 straight times. When I listen to an Elvis song, I think, oh, sounds like a black woman sang this. Yeah. Oh, huh. That's what I think when I hear Elvis songs. Uh, let's see. Let's try to blow through just a couple more. We're already getting close to an hour, but we got some questions. Um... Sorry, Jackie, I'm going to skip the revolutions questions. All right, no, let's hurry and hit it. Uh, Seth, hurry. Rank these revolutions, the Russian, the French, mm-hmm. the American, the industrial, the sexual. The only good one is the American. All the other ones were absolute shitty for mankind in general. All of them were shitty except the American Revolution. The French Revolution was absolutely awful. Industrial Revolution, read Ted Kaczynski's manifesto. Sexual Revolution was awful. It untied sex from 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 sexual reproduction. Now we get to have sex just for fun, not because we want to have kids. 
The Russian Revolution, why terrible. Is that, why is that bad? I don't have to explain it. The Russian Revolution is terrible because all communists are going to burn in hell. Remember that. If you're a communist, you're going to die. You're going to spend eternity in hell. The sexual Revolution, it will birth control bit. like... Did you get industrial? I don't remember the industrial. Yeah, I, I, said, I said read Ted Gazinsky's manifesto. Oh, okay. Because for the entirety of human history, sex was completely tied to one thing. Maintaining the human race and propagating the human race. Then all of a sudden, around like 1968 or whatever, um, when it got going over there in France when, with the student protest, we had like now sex was not something that you did seriously. It was just kind of a laissez-faire I'm thing. Overhearing this nerd. I'm, I'm, I'm overhearing this nerd. Well, you know, some people like to think about such things and like to discuss such things. Jackie is a man. Jackie is an intellectual and so, so he, this is even just uh, this isn't even just like out of wedlock. This is just simply married couples having sex for fun too. You have a problem with that? No, I don't. I'm not talking about married couples. I'm talking you just about said whores sex for fun. You I'm just said sex whores. for non. You said sex for non reproduction. I'm talking about whores. Blue Moonball asked if I would take a the NFL or college football being canceled, or I mean both NFL and college football being canceled. If it meant the basketball team made the national championship game. If they had a ter- shitty season like we just had and got in as a play-in game, then got hot and went to the national championship. I'm saying, Bl- Brother Blue Moonval, uh, there is nothing right now other than a large lump sum of cash that I would be willing to sacrifice football for right now. Seth, are you take- Are you locking that in? Yeah. Give me the Final Four. No football. Give me the Final Four. Only thing that matters to me is the Vols, man. Give me the Final Four. I don't think you actually hit that button. Hang the damn banner. Andrew's right. Hang the damn banner. I don't think you answered that one. I don't think you hit that button. Ah, this Jackie question was good about my top three wrestlers and storylines of all time. I'll have to save it since he already uses one question. Uh, Mike uh, asked the most hateable person that you actually like. I've, I've thought and thought about that question, and I couldn't come up with like a good one because every person that I thought that I like really like isn't really that hateable. Mine's John Calipari. Yeah. Mine's he, John Calipari. Yeah. Most likable person that I hate. Uh, there's probably a lot of those. Probably a host of something. Game show host or something that seems nice. Yeah. A singer or something. I don't have an answer for that one right now. All right, let's uh, get out of this to uh, out out the door. I guess Max. I do think that uh, uh, does Wimbledon getting canceled help or hurt Roger Federer's chance at maintaining his record? Uh, if the whole year gets canceled, I'd say it helps. If just simply Wimbledon gets canceled, but they still play at other places, I'll say hurt because it does seem like Wimbledon's the best place, the best chance he has of winning each year. But if they take a whole year off, I'll say it helps. But yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. That's a good question. Because chances are he still wouldn't have won this one, but it would have been his best chance to get one, in my opinion. All right, Seth, I love you. I'm going to go eat some tacos. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your week, your days, your quarantine. I'll talk to you soon. Y'all stay safe out there. We love you all. Goodbye. Looking for M's like I lost a friend Jump out of my bed like where the bread You go hold the egg, way to bring the check When we talk, we collision the car Keep us in your thoughts, fully dressed at the crack of dawn Weapons heading off, I can hear them from the block See them creeping through the fog Season's greetings, now feeding season can start Oh my God, look alive, looking like I live life on a crooked line Doing fine, you want maximum, stupid, I am the guy First of all, fuck the fucking law, we is fucking raw Stay top tall, oysters on the half jail Sweet your ball, life a bitch and the pussy feet Still fuck the wall, I'm a dog, I'm a dirty dog, ha 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 Oh dirty bastard, go in your jaw, <laughs> shimmy shimmy y'all, got the semi 
in the hemi going gimme gimme y'all Pugilistic, my linguistics are J. Ruda damage y'all And I rap it pornographic, be set up the camera He crushing, it's no discussion I used to be musk and I wasn't supposed to be nothing Y'all fuckers corrupted, I up to something disgusting My pockets are proper this season, I love the couple I'm afraid of nothing but nothing, this ain't it something Warm muggers are dumping, a point and click at your pumpkin You're suffering instructions, so put your kids in the oven Fuck a king or queen and all of their lost subjects I pull my penis out and I piss on their shoes in public People, we the pirates, the pride of this great republic No matter what you order, motherfucker, we what you stuck with I used to love Bruce, but living my vida loca Help me understand, I'm probably more of a joke When we usher in chaos, just know that we did it smile Cannibals on this island, inmates run the asylum Ooh la la, are we weak? Hey. 